This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Coming up next on Changing Your World. Every day of your life, you, you're free morally. You're going to have choice. You're going to have choices. You're going to have choices to do the things that you used to do. You're going to have choices to, to, to not do things you used to do. And, and, and the choice is simple. It's do I choose what grace has already provided a way for me to get away from? Or do I choose to just do that because all things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial to me? I want you to look at your life your family, your friendships, your job, your hobbies, every single piece that makes up your life, God cares about it. And I'm on a mission to show you how to take back the victory in all those pieces. How every single piece of your life is covered under this grace. So join me July 6th through the 10th for Grace Life 2020. Register now at CreploDollarMinistries.org. And remember, no peace left behind. us with a free will. You have a right to choose. You can choose life. You can choose death. You can choose a blessing. You can choose a curse. You can choose to say that grace changes you or that grace covers you, and there's no change. But remember, he says it's a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all of your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy and devoted, uh, consecrated and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Now watch this. Do not be conformed to this world, to this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. The weird thing that I see is that there are a lot of grace people that are celebrating the liberty of grace, but they're becoming more like the world that they got saved out of. It's, it's okay now to be worldly again? Huh? Huh? Mm-mm. You got to be careful because that liberty and that freedom kind of makes it seem like, well, we're free and we're liberated, so it's okay to go back from that which we were delivered out of? Mm. Don't be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. He said, be transformed, changed. Be changed. How? By the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitudes. Now, now notice something, folks. So renewing of the mind is like, it is, it is vital. And Part of renewing your mind is a connection with the church and a five-fold ministry gift, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist for the perfecting of the saints. We just threw that all out. And so you know what happens? Under grace, 
nobody thinks it's important to go to church anymore. Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and I can kind of understand that because it's like I ain't learning nothing. <laughs> it's just being entertainment and the frustration of it. But that's not you. You and you who are online, you have a place you can come where you can renew your mind. You follow what I'm saying? You can renew your mind. Every visit can be a renewal of your mind. Your mind was attacked on Sunday to be renewed. It's being attacked tonight to be renewed. And that's totally on you. You have got to make the decisions to do the things to renew your mind. And it's not a one-time event. It's a, it's a lifetime endeavor. I'm renewing my mind in my own personal time with the Word. Yeah. Renewing my mind with the Word and the Holy Spirit at home. I'm renewing my mind with my, my association and connection with a local church, with a ministry gift who has been, who, he, he watches over my soul. Yeah. Renewing the mind. But it's gotten to such a point in the world that church has been looked at as this Ah, it, it has no purpose. It's been dogged out. It's been, it's all these weird things going on because what should be happening at church is no longer happening. And that is, I am not here to entertain you, but to renew your mind. To challenge your way of thinking until it begins to line up with the Word of God and, and to show you scriptures and, and to take you line by line and, and, and to do all of that and get your thinking to, to, to contradict how you used to think. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's all based on what you think, which is your decision, which is your choice. You have a right to choose what church you want to go to, and if you choose the one that gives you chill bumps rather than the one that can renew your mind, that's your decision. But that comes because we grew up not really knowing what church was about. We thought we'd go to church to earn points with God so we can go to heaven. Nobody ever talked about, no, I'm going so I can renew my mind. I've been in the world so long, I think that way. Now, why do I want to renew my mind? Because there's something awesome that God has already made available by his grace. And he says it's not going to happen until you get a new attitude and renew your mind so that you may prove for yourselves. Here's the test. What is the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God? Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. You won't know that without the decision of quality to say, I am going to invest as a Christian in renewing my mind. It's the most important thing you can do. It's the most important thing you can do. I got to renew my mind. So you don't spend an hour uh, before you go to bed with the Word. But boy, I tell you, pick one scripture. Yes. Go to bed with it. Pick one scripture. If you just tired, take something and look at it. It'll put you to sleep and wake you up. You listen to a tape. Get that in you. It's not enough to come and hear what I said and go home. Oh, that was a wonderful sermon. Did you catch it? When will what you heard become your private possession to where it's yours? Because you're thinking that way.
and that's the debate that's going on right now. You got ignorant people who haven't renewed their mind with the word, but they have renewed their mind with religion. And the sad part about it is when they come before Christians who haven't renewed their minds, they embarrass us because they don't even know what they say they believe. And then the people in the world are in some cases more correct than the ones who call themselves Christians. Man, this, I know, I know it's heavy, but it's like, I mean, I, I went through this. I said, okay, so I'm under grace. So when is Jesus going to be the one to make me renew my mind? When is grace going to be the one to make me renew my mind? That is a decision on my part as a Christian. First base, renew your mind. All right, let's subtract this decision to renew our mind. And we're under grace. Subtract the decision to renew your mind, and you're under grace. What's the problem? We don't renew our mind, but grace has made everything available. What's the problem? If grace has made everything available, and you have to renew your mind to find out what grace is made available, if you ain't renewing your mind, you don't know what grace is made available. So you can't take advantage of none of the stuff that grace has made available without renewing your mind. You know, we would have never got to this place of grace if it wasn't a consistent renewing the mind, consistent renewing the mind. We didn't get it all right, but we look, look at where it led us, consistently renewing the mind. Now, uh, let's go to verse, the next verse, three. This is pretty cool here, amplified here. This is pretty cool. For by grace, wow. Notice it talks about renew your mind so you can prove with that good and acceptable will of God. For by grace, for by the grace of God, for by the grace, unmerited favor of God given to me, I want everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought, not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance, but to what? Rate his ability with sober judgment, each according to the degree of faith appointed by God to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, you should not think of yourself higher than what you ought to think of yourself because you're going to find out through the renewing of your mind that it's going to be by God's grace that you are what you are. Amen? And faith in that grace. Now, let's, let's look at this now. Let's go to uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 10 through 11, and then I'm going to go through a series of uh, verses of Scripture here, and we're going to examine those Scriptures as well before we really get going into change. Hebrews chapter uh, 10, and let's look at verse 10 and 11. Now, this is talking about what I just mentioned about the blood. He says, by the which will we are sanctified or set aside unto holiness through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all times. Verse 11, 
And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifice. Notice what he says, the sacrifices of animals which can never take away sin. So the animal blood sacrifices, even though they showed up once a year to get covered by the blood, it could never take away sin. Question, what took away sin? The blood of Jesus, amen? So you see this, the blood of the animal covered sin. The blood of Jesus, grace, took away sin. Am I correct in saying there was a change? Amen? So I submit to you again that grace doesn't cover, it changes. Say that, grace doesn't cover, grace doesn't it, changes. it changes. All right, now, um, let's look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Let's look at it in the King James and the New Living Translations. Galatians chapter 5, 13 in the King James and the New Living Translation. All right. Now watch this. For brethren, you have been called unto what? Liberty. Praise God. Only use not your liberty for an occasion of the flesh, but by love serve one another. Now, now look at this very carefully. You've been, you've been called unto liberty, but don't use your liberty as an occasion or an opportunity to live life by the law or by the flesh, but live it by the love of God. And let's just let's use the law of love to serve one another. Now look at this in the New Living Translation. For you have been called to live in freedom. Praise God. It's God's will. You've been called to live in freedom. My brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. That put a much, that hit it, didn't it? Don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Don't allow your freedom to maintain your fleshy ways. Allow it to change you not to cover up your sinful nature, but to cause you to walk f in the freedom of that sinful nature. That's what I'm saying here, that this causes me to walk in the freedom of that sinful nature. Under grace, it's not a, it's not a guiltless return to what I used to do. It's a wonderful freedom and deliverance into now what God wants me to do. I believe that with all my heart. I believe it with all my heart. I don't believe, well, you know, you know, oh, I'm under the grace of God. Now I can go back to getting drunk. I mean, just think about this. So when you get drunk, is that going to be Jesus's fault? Are you, are you not going to say, well, Jesus led me to drink again? You follow what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't hook up if we're talking about the nature of Jesus and what grace does. I know it's, I know I got to be right about this because it's like when you're hungry for God and you find out about this grace and you become more hungry for him, 
while you are hungry for him and seeking after him and going after that relationship and pursuing that relationship, you look up and you're changing. Are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Come on, let's dig a little deeper here. Let's go to Philippians. Uh, did I look at this? In, yeah. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2:13, and let's look at it in New Living Translation. Now let's really examine. This is a, this is a scripture you've seen before, but in in like of what I'm talking about right now, you know, I I choose Jesus. Somebody say I choose Jesus. Every day of your life, you, you're free morally. You're gonna have choice. You're gonna have choices. You're gonna have choices to do the things that you used to do. You're gonna have choices to 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 not do things you used to do. And, and the choice is simple. It's, do I choose what grace has already provided a way for me to get away from, or do I choose to just do that because all things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial to me? Well, I'm a sense I'm going to go to heaven anyway. And that's, that's the power of God's grace. That's the, thing, that's the thing that blows your mind about God's grace it's, it's almost scandalous. And I'm trying to stay between the scandal of God's grace. It's almost scandalous. Why do I say that? Because, are you ready for this? It's almost scandalous that yes, because you believe in Jesus Christ, yeah, you probably will end up in heaven. That's the scandalous part about it. I don't see how you can, now, now you got to talk about testing your faith. Now you got to talk about, were you ever in the faith? How, when you realize you have been forgiven of so much, and then you see how much you're, you're loved so much, how do you continue therein? How? How? When I saw this, I cried my eyeballs out. How? when I thought I was doomed forever and realized he loved me so much greater than I thought he loved me. And it was like I have lost interest in my old ways. Are you kidding me? This dude did this 2,000 years ago before I was even formed into a thought. He loves me like this? I am not interested in discovering ways to disappoint him. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we're fighting this religion that says, just say I'm saved. And the relationship that says, I really am, look at me. And the scandalous part of this grace that says that God called unrighteous People, God came to make righteous, wicked men who believed. There's a scandal on the cross. Here's this dude that says, Lord, I believe in you. And he says, you're with me in paradise. Are you kidding? That's scandalous. How does that happen? He ain't prayed more than me. He ain't went to church more than me. He didn't show up at all. And he just, he's on the cross dying. He is a crook. And the love of God allowed him to be with him in paradise. If that's not scandalous, I don't know what is. 
But when you're in a relationship with him, I can't take advantage of that because it's too much that he's done and doing. It is, do y'all feel me trying to articulate this in my heart? It is, it is coming to the knowledge that the sky is the limit and I still choose Jesus. The sky is the limit and I still choose him. I'm not trying to look for a way or a loophole in the system. I'm not. I'm only beholding him. And I am noticing that the more I behold him and the more I go after him, there's something happening in, in me because I'm not in it because I'm, I'm liberated and I allow my liberty to give occasion to the flesh. But I'm after him and I'm in it for the relationship. See, I'm always conflicted with that dude on the cross. If you're telling me about the thousand things I have to do to get into heaven, then something is so wrong with the system. He believed and he got in. But I don't envy him that much because he believed and he got in, but we can believe and have a relationship so when we get in, we will know him when we see him. Now, all of a sudden, religion's dead. You're not coming to church for being performed. You're not coming to church for none of that. And what moves you is a relationship with Jesus. And you're not into the games. It's Jesus. I look at him. I behold him. And while I am looking at him, beholding him, trying to be like him, the Holy Spirit is working in me because now I am taking pleasure in him and my desires are changing. And I have this wonderful opportunity to be able to preach this. And this year I found out that I had to be a little bit more cautious because I almost put myself down from exhaustion because I I can't even explain to you what happens to me when somebody mentions Jesus or mentions grace. I can be exhausted. And he stands up on the inside of me and I want to tell the whole world. And I don't really mind who disagrees with it or who talks about it or who's still pulling things up 30 years ago. And, I, you know, it, I, 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 because grace has changed me. Those of you who've been with me for like a long, long time, can I get a witness? I'm, I'm not the same. I want to, I want to know, and I want to show, and I want to know, and I want to show. just know that there's just something not right about a person saying 
I feel less condemned, but I'm still not going to change. And expect for somehow for grace to do it and then come back and say it didn't work. I'm still doing the same thing. Well, did you ever make a decision? You know, a decision is a very powerful thing. A decision is an open door into reality. It never becomes a reality while, without your decision that comes from a free moral agent. It's my decision to choose him. Now, each of you are going to stand between two opinions for the rest of your life. And every day, you're going to have to decide to choose Jesus. I choose you, Jesus. And sometimes you'll apologize, say, no, Jesus, I chose myself. I, I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I chose myself. Help me, God, to choose you the next time. I, I choose him. I choose him. God's grace provides everything we need. But faith takes what grace has made available to us. As now I really understand more from listening to the Word of God and how Pastor Dollars have taught us that it's not based on your performance as a Christian, but on just believing what God has done and what Jesus has done in our lives. Get today's message for your love gift of $7 or more. No, no, no. The curse broke with the believer. It broke with you. You used to be unrighteous. You used to be all those things, but you are washed. Or for your love gift of $35 or more, get the Power of Grace Combo. The combo includes today's message, the Relevancy of Grace mini book, and an Understanding Grace t-shirt, all for only $35. Call or visit the website on the screen to order today. I want to see what God has for me. I want to pursue what God has for me. Whatever I need to do in order for God to do what he needs to do, I'm going to do it. Bless God. Dallas, Texas, in Chicago, Illinois. Creflo Dollar presents Change Experience 2020. Are you ready for your change? Feel like you walk and it's like an earthquake going across the mirror. Just to be saturated in the word with some teaching for like an extended period of time, that's just something you gotta get into. There's some stuff that won't be the same when you return back home. You honestly think that God needed you in order to fix it, but what God needed you to do is to rest. Don't miss this free event, April 24th at 7 p.m. in Dallas, Texas, and June 12th at 10 a.m., 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. in Chicago, Illinois. Seats are limited. Don't delay. Go online and register now. Jesus died to save the entire world. Today, he's training us in grace so that we can go out and influence someone else's life. That's why I'm so grateful for the friends and partners of this ministry who freely and cheerfully give financial offerings to support us. You understand our vision and you, you help us in so many ways to reach those who are searching for hope in the midst of darkness. Thank you for empowering us to expand God's kingdom worldwide. Your financial donations into this ministry work all over the world to change countless lives. If you'd like to support our efforts to save the lost, you may call in or visit CrefloDollarMinistries.org today. God bless you. 
Your generosity allows us to make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. Through Creflo Dollar Global Missions, we are providing food, clothing, crucial supplies, and the Word of God to people in the most remote regions of the world. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe.